Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Where Is This Going? Uh, very excited for the episode ahead of you today. We have my very good friend and very talented comedian and artist, Ben Bradshaw, on the episode today. Uh, ben has been through a lot, as it would show. You'll see. He's battled cancer. We didn't talk too much about it. Uh, not that it was an afterthought or that we avoided it. It, m it much more was an afterthought, now that I say it. But beyond the cancer he's more than cancer ben is a very talented illustrator uh you'll see some of his drawings on the show he also has drawn our new uh cover page or cover image cover art he is now responsible for my face of the podcast which we thank you so much for ben um if you want to give ben a follow please do follow him at the brad ben show and Go ahead, see him perform live. He's performing all over Grand Rapids all the time, all over Michigan, as we do. Um, but go ahead, give him a follow so you can see where he's performing next. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. And thank you. Okay. This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off The Grid, house of the vintage and handcrafted and created in secret. Off the Grid is located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland, Michigan. Uh, and Off the Grid has everything you need to get exactly that. Off the Grid. Before you go away for the weekend, make sure you get hooked up with a fresh drip with a new glass piece. Uh, they are a curated vintage apparel shop mixed with a premium glass shop and just here to curate a vibe for you to get Off the Grid. Uh, Barber coming soon. They are... Like I said, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check them out, tell them we sent you, and you will get 10% off of any glass or merchandise pur purchase. Um, yeah, just mention where is this going, and say what up to Alex and Bruce. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. Today in the studio, we have a very hilarious and talented artist, Mr. Ben Bradshaw. Thank you so much for joining us, Ben. Hey, thanks really, for having me, buddy. Of course. Really appreciate you making it out. This yeah. is take two. Take two, yeah. We uh, we did try again. It, this new studio setup has everybody flustered and backwards, but we're doing it. We're making it happen. Yeah, man. I got to say, um, of all the people's episodes that could have been lost, you had to lose the guys with cancer. Yeah, it was. I, you should you should note that your cancer actually infected our hardware. Oh, dude. So, I feel special, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, once the video footage was uploaded, it was completely, uh, we'll say... I don't know. They need a chemo, everybody. Full of radiation. <laughs> it was full of radiation, we'll say. Uh, no, a lot of genetic defects yeah. in that video recording. No, we tried to record an episode a couple of weeks ago, and it just completely, everything was ruined for some reason. None of the audio was stage five, intelligible. Everybody. Yeah, it was, a, <laughs> it was a stage five podcast. There was no bringing it back. <laughs> So we put the we hung the do not resuscitate on it, and then called Ben back for another episode. Yeah, quick before we go, uh, got to go out to a show tonight, and you're probably hopping on over at Make It Spicy. I'd probably, assume. yeah, either that or jerking off eventually. But well, yeah, I mean know, that's cold. how every night ends. It's yeah. either Make It Spicy. Well, it's been cold, honestly, dude. I I actually, I mean, 
that doesn't. I don't really care how this starts, but I haven't jerked off in a few days just because my hands have just been so cold. Like, really? Yeah. Dude. That's. I guess that's an odd deterrent. Yeah. But anyway, you, like you live. You're not your podcast. Yeah, dude. of course, man. <laughs> you're not homeless, right? You do no. have. You do have heat. Yeah, we do. I don't think it gets up to my. Either way, you know, even. I don't think the heat gets up to my room. I could yeah. go by. I could go hang out by the vent and then masturbate. But I think yeah. my roommates would much rather not. I'm yeah, sure. I, I definitely. Uh, there's four of us that live upstairs, so probably best call right yeah i think it's probably the best call to make it communal mm. if you want to like your roommates you're going to have to masturbate with them communal masturbation everybody you heard it here first on where is this going hosted by hunter miles i don't think it's a new term but i Definitely think it's not. something that needs to be brought back maybe yeah there's seven of us and three cats so uh they're not all men though are they no there's uh there's three there's three girls so yeah that i guess are is every all four upstairs are those all men or some female as well uh two females all right, so yeah, with half it would be a half and half uh, communal masturbation, um, yeah. which I think actually would bring the moral of the house up and together. Probably, I mean, like I don't work, but they do. I mean, that could probably that's probably good for for everybody. Realistically. Yeah, they still work and school. Exactly. I'm just doing comedy. Like, yeah, you're just. You're like, <laughs> you I know? basically masturbate on stage every night. <laughs> yeah, but if we can do it as a group together, maybe this house will become happier. I think so. I think this is a great start. I think I think we really broke through here. We can, yeah. we can call it a wrap right now if you want. I think we we both just got so you work can follow through me some. on Instagram <laughs> at the Brad Benshaw. Actually, yeah, do 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 that. Uh, follow <laughs> do yes that. Uh, follow Ben on Instagram at the Brad Benshaw. You've just been talking about making the move from Facebook and Instagram to almost exclusively Instagram when it comes to your art stuff. Yeah, I want to. Really, it's mainly just try like grab a few more followers right you on know? but yeah uh, work I, on the ratio yeah i mean like there's definitely like content that i post on ig that's more so like ig specific like there's definitely artwork that's on instagram that i haven't shared on facebook ever mm -hmm. um comedy stuff on instagram that i only do on instagram just because also too like i don't want my mother the content yeah of course everything but um also too like i mean just in regards to like algorithms and i mean as you know i mean like it's just i think a stronger ig is just better than yeah i mean more point. people are gonna gravitate to your not, instagram I'm not do a show and say hey add me on facebook right it's yeah. we're past that i mean if you have like a oh Page. that dang water heater just turned on yeah the studio slash mudroom is uh <laughs> we'll see if nice. it gets yeah. too noisy in here we'll have to try to take it out and post rinse cycle everybody <laughs> yeah right i'm i'm happy there's no laundry going on right here yeah. okay you guys got a in in home laundry yeah ours yeah. is yeah ours is in the basement too okay yeah. so how and with seven people you gotta imagine that laundry can get chaotic yes is do you guys have a system worked out at all or not at all not at all. <laughs> Not it's, at it's, all. It's basically, it's all up for grabs. It's a fuck around. Same around here. I mean, same yeah. here. We have four people. Two of them, like, combine their laundry because they're a couple. That so, makes sense. Yeah. But also, um, Preston has a girlfriend who has her stuff here, too, sometimes. So yeah. it's a matter of five people's laundry, six if you count my son's sometimes. Yeah. It, it can, I now know why my mom was so anal about the laundry. Like, she never wanted me touching the washing machine growing up because she was afraid I'd fuck up everything. Okay. Which I now understand, just yeah. because there's so many fucking people's clothes that we're dealing with now. Does your son pay rent at this house when he comes by? No, not usually. Okay. I mean, I make him give whatever he can, but... Okay. Unfortunately, it's not that much. That's a good father. No, I... Yeah, you're yeah. gonna pull your weight. 
Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be on his own at some point. Like you got you got a room, you're gonna earn it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we're trying to kick you out of it, really. You're yeah. not paying anything. Someone could be. Hey. All right, we're gonna rent that room out. Yeah, just like getting a bunk bed, dude. You got another room, man. Exactly. Know? And you know what? He'd he'd benefit from that. He's an only child. I want him to learn like how to share. Be, I don't think it'd be good with a 25-year-old man. No, yeah. It'd be funny if there was, like, your son here, is, he's here, like, what, every, like, other every, week? Every other week, yeah. So, like, what if there was, like, his roommate was just here the whole time? Exactly. <laughs> you know? and, and, then, like... and then he asked me, hey, is brain coming through today? <laughs> yeah. No, I just wondered I was going to pick up the rumor. So I was going to let him do it since he's the one who yeah, made I'll the mess. For, oh, yeah, he just, like, lets it get messy as shit for, like, a week and a half. Right. Or he just <laughs> blames it on Brady. I was like, he wasn't even here last week. Yeah, All right, right, man, you got to clean that up. <laughs> I think this is actually a better start than our last episode, honestly. I'm sure it is. The lost one. Fuck it, dude. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't even have the recording anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. And we're doing it without a producer today. Um, as you see, there's no one in that chair. It was just me hitting record. But yeah. the beautiful Preston Locklear did set up the the cameras and whatnot so that it should be just press record ready. Nice. Shout out and Preston, any huh? yeah, shout out Preston. And anything we do after this will hopefully be done in post, or we'll just post it raw, dog. Raw dog, dude. raw dog or naw dog. That's what my buddy Ryan Eastman used to say in college. Shout out Ryan Eastman. We'll put his Instagram handle maybe in here somewhere. Probably not. Um, but yeah, shout out Ryan. He was my first college roommate that I didn't know because I came into CMU. This isn't about you. Right. This isn't about you anymore. It's about me. It's okay. I I came into CMU um, with my best friend Barber, who is like my best friend. His name. His is name Barber? is Brandon Barber. Okay, I'm gonna say Brandon is or Barber is. Uh, it's a weird name. It's almost it's a female name. Though, oh, kind kind of gangster. Kind of. It would have been gangster if he was an actual barber. Like if he could cut hair, a white dude that could cut black people hair, oh, that'd sure. be lit. He's a white guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I went to Zealand. I went to Zealand. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it was me and Barb's, and we uh, got, like, a random roommate. We had gotten two random roommates, and then <laughs> somehow we bullied the first one out before we even got to the first day. Just It was a smoking thing. Oh, like, okay. we all had put down that we, that we smoke and stuff like that, and he didn't. And somehow we all got put together, and... yeah. Then he was just like, "Is we know that there can't be smoking and stuff like." Basically, Barbara did bully him into leaving our room, <laughs> and I'm sure he had a better experience for it. Bullying everybody. Yes, bullying. You it heard can it help. First, it can help. Hunter Miles is a bully. <laughs> no, I specifically said it was my friend. Yeah, um, yeah. but <laughs> gaslighting Hunter Miles. <laughs> You went to GVSU, right? Yeah, I did. I went to GV for three years. For three years. Did you start at GV or you went to a community college first? Yeah, I went to community college in Traverse City. Okay. Uh, right after What's I, it called up there? Uh, Northwestern Michigan College. NMC. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Not NWMC? NMC. Okay, cool. North NMC. Okay. I, I went there. I, I, yeah, like, yeah. No, you know. I was yeah, just asking. Was it didn't make second, sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I went to community college for years right after high school mm -hmm. and then transferred to gv fall of 17 fall of 27 now what brought you down here like were you planning on coming to gv like after graduation and then made the stop at community college i knew i was gonna do community college first because i didn't like really i don't think i like wanted to like go away right away and mm -hmm. then also like i didn't really know 
where I want it to go yet, right. honestly. I think yeah. I just knew community college was going to be the move. Um, Grand Valley, honestly, was the only uh, college that, like, I kind of toured and, like, looked at. I just kind of heard good things about Grand Valley. I knew right. a lot of uh, people from, like, my high school were going there and had good things to say. And, like, this is close enough to home and... I yeah. sent it's close today. and far enough away. Yeah, that two was hours yeah. Like, it's like a nice, happy, happy medium. Perfect. Because I had the same thing. Like, because I got accepted to GV, uh, Northern Michigan, which is eight hours up north in Marquette. Yeah, I heard that's dope. Though. I really, I really regret not going there. Yeah. But I got accepted uh, to GV, Ferris, um, Central, and Northern, and I chose Central because it was far enough away with yeah. being two hours away. But still close enough that like I could come back on the weekend sometimes if I wanted to or needed sure. to, and I mean I was I liked that part of it, but I think if I was further away, like up in Marquette, that I would have yeah. had to rely on myself more. It would have taught me more independence. Yeah, I think. definitely. Not as many trips home, like home as on weekends and shit like that. Right. Yeah. yeah where you have your you have to depend on your family for like monetary stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know you go back home to Traverse City a lot. Yeah, it's just like easy. It's easy, and then also like once like now that like the once the weather really starts to change, I definitely won't. Like I also still like just to go up there and like fuck around and play disc golf and like right, you know, things like that. But yeah, typically like once like the winter hits, like I don't go up there unless it's like for holidays. And yeah, like that. yeah, like Thanksgiving's yeah. your last trip up there until yeah, Christmas, basically. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, especially up here in Michigan, the yeah. The roads aren't, they're not worth <laughs> braving to see your family. That's, no, that's you're, yeah. I'm not going to put my life in danger to better the life of my mom for a to couple hours. Have Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. I'm kidding, mom. I'll be home <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'll be there. Um, hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag very blessed. Yeah. Are you really close with your family still? You have uh, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have uh, I have two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're all three years apart. Um, so your youngest one is six years younger than you. Yeah, she's eighteen. She just started her first year of college at uh, Columbia College Chicago. Oh actually. dang, she's smart. She's smart. She's going for like she's out of honestly. Like, I don't know what Columbia of, means. I think it's I think it's smart. It's it's kind of like actually more like an artsy school from what okay. I gather. Like she's going for like film and shit actually. Oh oh yeah, yeah. duh. I I knew that a lot of uh, actors and writers go to right. Columbia and yep. directors and uh, yeah so she's going for like film and I forgot what her minor is but uh, and then my other sister Hannah she's twenty one and she goes to uh, she goes to school in New Hampshire uh, Plymouth State University nice I was yeah. thinking of uh, Southern New Hampshire University gotcha. which you could go to right here at home. SNHU is a great online school. Um, yeah, I just see them advertised all the time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> as soon as you said New Hampshire, I was like, I know one thing about New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, and it's this online <laughs> and school. And yeah. this one online. It's, it was the same thing about Phoenix, Arizona. I was like, I know University of Phoenix, oh, that yeah, online I, I school. Oh, yeah, I've a lot of those ads. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are all three of you went to college, which is great. Yeah, well, yeah, we're they're still in the midst of yeah, yeah, yeah. But all three yeah. got accepted to college, which is yes. cool. I was the first one in my immediate and a little extended family that to go to college. Oh, nice. Uh, not really, because I didn't have any example or like see people fail going to college. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I could have learned from. 
but so all your I son's gonna learn from you exactly. <laughs> yeah. If I ever tell him the truth, yeah, uh, <laughs> your dad was a Chippewa. I was a Chippewa. Never graduated though. Yeah. Um, fire up. Fire up though. Still, yeah. fire, <laughs> still firing up. Dang it. I are you close with your sisters? Because I my sister was five years older than me. So you. Just that three years you means you were in high school together, like when your sister was a freshman, I'm sure. Yeah, Hannah and I, when, yeah, when I was a senior, she was a freshman, and uh, I think I'm, I'm definitely close with like my young, my youngest sister. We mm. actually, we just get along better, I think. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm close with like both of them for sure, um, right. and we've definitely gotten a lot closer as we've gotten older too. Yeah, that's you know, always. We're just like we can like relate to each other more. Yeah, and like you know. That's been cool to see. Yeah, especially yeah. after twenty first birthday. Like that's when everyone can yeah, kind of get to. Hey, I mean, but you have more of an angle to try to relate exactly. to her. Yeah, at least. For yeah. Sure. Once life experience gets into the mix, like everyone's like childhood uh, tendencies of just like combating. I don't know if you if you guys had that. Would you go at each other as kids? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like they also. I'm not even like that i wouldn't i don't i don't even really really consider myself like a bad kid i just Mm -hmm. like they just like they don't think like the weed thing is cool it's it's hilarious oh it's it's just the weed because you're i mean you drink a little bit i drink a little bit too i mean like they they're just more i don't know like uh, just not really there would you say close-minded you I don't, don't want to close my eye because, like, I mean, like, I know, but, but it's entering both of our minds. It is entering <laughs> yeah. both of our our minds, but uh, I, because I really don't think it's that they're closed minded. I just think that it's part of like maybe like how we were raised, maybe. I don't know yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, were you raised pretty uh, conservative? Yeah, definitely uh, raised conservative, and also just like I mean, you know, very like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, like my mom's like a big like you know like catholic lady okay so like religious that. is that really, yeah, yeah religious um but like i mean also it's just funny because like my dad's number five of seven kids oh yeah catholic of, as well yeah and yeah. like out of all of them like my dad was actually the perfect child so like he's never like been drunk or high dane's life you say that i think that's serious dude. all right i mean like I feel pretty, uh, pretty confident. He, d- he's probably gotten buzzed up before, like mm-hmm. just like had like a beer too many kind of thing, right. kind of thing. But like he, I very much believe he's never smoked weed ever. Oh yeah, see, sometimes that I don't doubt. How your dad a dry cleaner for real? Or no. okay, <laughs> <laughs> what does your dad do for work? He is a legal drug dealer. Okay, he's a, yeah, he's a he's, he's a, a pharmacist. pharmacist. Yeah. Okay, well then. Then I, I kind sense. of I kind of understand big that. Pharma, yeah, you know? <laughs> he's he's not trying any of these street drugs because Big Pharma has him hooked. Yeah, dude. I get it. Yeah, he's got Tylenol and shit. Exactly. Drug, you know, no. <laughs> your dad's got codeine. He doesn't need our weed. Okay. No, dude. Yeah, he's got that on deck. <laughs> I got. And now that it's medicinal, your dad may just have the dank on deck too. You think your I think your dad's got the dang on deck. He's just got like in like his lab coat. You, you said know? you said he's a legal drug dealer. He's a legal drug dealer, viewers. Yes. <laughs> Weed is now a legal drug, so I'm saying hit up Ben's dad for the dank if you're up in the Traverse City area. Yes, in the up north. Yeah. In the up north. Um <laughs> 
So when you came down to GV, uh, how long was it before you started doing stand up, or did you start stand up up at uh, Traver- up in Traverse City at Northwestern Michigan? No, College. I um, I started doing comedy during like the end of my second year at Grand Valley. Mm. It was uh, I did my first set ever early March of. 2019 okay so it was like shortly a couple months before i turned uh before i turned 22 right yep and that was just like a month or so before i started right yeah i remember remember we kind of talked about this a little bit last time yeah Yeah. so yeah we were both at it just over two and a half years yeah it's wild dude doesn't feel like it to me though honestly no sometimes it feels like longer yeah sometimes it feels like i've just started still yeah and the funny thing is like you know people other like comics say that like you know they're like, oh, I've been doing it for like three years, but yeah. really two because of the pandemic. Right. Really though, like during like the times that like we were able to perform, like you and I, I remember like we were performing as much as we could when we right. had the opportunities to during the pandemic. Yeah. So I'd say like two and a half years. There's like little gaps in between, but like, right. I I mean like fuck it, yeah, a little over two and a half years. Yeah, and for the first like year and a half, there was no gap for me like i had it was just shows it was just i was doing an open mic at least three times a week like that yeah. was that was every week basically it's nice to be back to that no, i know it's really it, nice it is really nice except for like on my off weeks when i have my son i i only do parrots and that's about it like maybe yeah. a, maybe a paid gig on the weekend but that's about that's all do you try to do you try to like write more when you have your son then uh or? only if i can like yeah. when he's at school and stuff now now with my new jobs i i have a lot more availability to uh like have alone time during the day and things like that okay. uh depending on where i am nice. but yeah it's nice cool but when when it came back like parrots was the first mic to come back and so or I, I believe was one of the first mics to come back uh because we were just doing it outside and stuff yeah aside from like river city wait no i fuck uh, uh river, river north, north. yeah like, yeah river north <clears throat> i mean us and river north were going like if they were open we were open because mm-hmm. i know we were one of the first if not yeah. the only ones open but since then we've also been going consistently so there's no i don't think there's really a reason to say that we took a break except for what what that, was like, it initial, that march to um like june or something like yeah that, that like three yeah. that like three and a half months ish yeah. Before the uh, before the summer, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean that, and obviously that was the longest we had taken off at all. Yeah, I wish I was still able to like write as consistently much as I was during that period because a lot of the material I think that I wrote during that time, I, mean, I still like use quite a bit of it. There's definitely stuff that I wrote during that time that I should probably like go back and like maybe like try to right. do something with, but like. I definitely was, I'm like, because it was more of like, okay, yo, like two weeks, we're coming back in two weeks. So yeah. Let's try to write some new shit in two yeah. weeks. And I'm like, okay, a month, you know. And then, I have to like, keep writing. And so I just, I mean, then it's like, you know, got like a new set to a certain degree at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, like, I think before, before the pandemic, I had a, maybe a good 10 minutes. I had a good 10 minutes. Like okay. a solid 10 minutes. Yeah. Because that was like the same, maybe a little bit more, but I had a solid 10 for sure. Because that was like right after Funniest Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. and I, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so from that to now where I know I have like a solid 20, 
Yeah. Like that's ten minutes in a little over. Yeah. Or like maybe less than a year, but because I was developing just more and more over the pandemic, especially when there was mics that we were doing that no one else was doing, meaning we're just kind of progressing at a level where a lot of others were staying stagnant. And I think that's why our scene right now is so strong. Yeah. It seems very strong and not even just like talent wise, but even relationship wise, like we we've built some strong ties in our scene. There's a, a lot of, I mean like aside from kind of like my roommates, I mean a lot of the people that I like just hang out with comics yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. There's like three. I mean, fuck, I just went disc golfing with you. You know, like last week. You know? Exactly. Like, uh, people go out and like get meals and you know, exactly. Just go and get drinks, play pool, whatever. Mm, the, I have like two or three friends that I see on a semi regular basis, and that's very semi yeah. <laughs> semi regular. But other than that, it's always it's been all of my comedian friends. I live with one of them now. I'll loosely call him a friend, I guess. But <laughs> he's a comedian colleague. He might, qua- he might, he could possibly be Jesus. <laughs> Quite possibly. He might be. For all we know. Uh, you can follow Joe Johnson on Instagram. <laughs> at Quite Possibly Jesus. <laughs> I think it's a terrible handle. Because he is... If there was ever an opposite of Jesus, some might call it the Antichrist. I think that would be Joe Johnson. Uh, I'm kidding. Shout out Joe Johnson. Shout out Joe. I hope you can hear me. You're on the stairs lurking. Freaking weirdo. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Where were we? Uh, Shows, scene, getting stronger. Yes. And I agree. Uh, (laughs) I agree with the statement I made. Yes. Do you think since you came back, well, because you're still up in Traverse a lot still. Yeah. When, um, where do you think you feel more comfortable doing comedy up, up in Traverse or down in GR? Uh, probably down here. I think I like to, I like to, because really like the Traverse city scene, you know, like, again, things are like, there's like the new club up there now and like, you know, studio anatomy just came back. Mm -hmm. But like in regards to like mics, there's really just the, the one at USS. Yeah. Union street station every Tuesday at 8 PM in Traverse city. Um, shout out Matthew Zarelli and and Jeremy West, Jeremy West. Um, but like, that's, uh, I love performing there, especially if I'm just like starting to like work out, some like newer stuff because mm-hmm. it's like you know it's an open mic you never really know what's going to happen but i feel really comfortable there yeah that's i mean like, it's like i did my first set ever there and like, i love those guys and like i right. always feel comfortable there but there's just more to way more mics down here you yeah know what i mean yeah there's more to play with yeah and uh yeah so like in regards to the yeah, comfortability like i'll always feel comfortable up north um, mm-hmm. but there's just way more opportunity down here yeah way more places to feel uncomfortable too yeah dude which is definitely necessary you can't yeah you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to see if you can handle it and to grow from it if you can't handle it yeah 100 uh i feel that a lot you're you're someone that likes to learn from almost every stage interaction like every time you hit the stage you come off of it with a reflection a reflection or a revelation. Yeah. And that's that's something that I'm super 
proud of. No, I'm super. Oh, I'm thanks, super. Dad. I'm super adamant about it as well, though. Yeah. Because it's if you're not doing an open mic with a purpose, or at least finding purpose in the mic afterward, what are you doing? Yeah, dude. You're just going up there to talk your shit, and in which case, yeah, that's fine, mm-hmm. cool. But just know that you're taking a spot from someone who's actually trying to work on something. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And that's like the. I always like. I, I've been like I was like get like this like with like artwork and shit too. So I, I'm just like way too hard on myself like in life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when it comes to comedy, I always just like. I just like never want to. Even like if I like write new jokes and have like a somewhat new set going, mm-hmm. I like run like that new set and then like all of a sudden I feel like I always think of like the shelf life of a joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where yeah. it's like how new is a new joke? Where right. it's like before like because like you know I don't know could have like a joke that you're working on that's like brand new and then you say it for like a few weeks in a row and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. like but that's, that's what i'm saying like is it still new like you know what i mean right it's like it's it gets to the, i just like i never i always get hard on myself i'm like i should have said this instead this is too similar like i like in regards to like switching up like the set list you know okay i, mean? I try to like i want to like have it be like somewhat fresh or like pull back on mm-hmm. maybe a joke to them and said in a while now do but... you do you feel that even if you're going to a different room every week like even if you like I know that we go to some of the same rooms here every week just because yeah. we're here in GR. But if you were at a room you haven't been in before, but still treating it as an open mic, mm-hmm. like do you also still feel that pressure to no. to keep it up? And because some of, because some of it can also just be tightening down your set. Yeah, like and find if once you've found a format that fits, let me stick to that. And see how it goes. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, because I'm doing I'm doing the same thing all the time too. I'm trying to figure out like, all right, is this order, is this formation of the set, yes. better for it, or is there? Can I move some stuff around? Um, yeah. But sometimes you can't. With switching it up all the time, if, if we're not recording it every time, but with, with switching it up all the time, you can't even notice a pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, like, what I've noticed now, too, like, for, like, the past couple months, I've really, like, just been, I think it's definitely benefited me, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't, uh, I'll, like, write out a set list, like, before a mic, mm-hmm. but, like, not bring it with me on stage. And right. I just try to, like, look at no notes at all. So yeah. that way, like, you know, that, like... I might think of a joke to say that I didn't plan on saying instead kind of thing. Yeah, and you're not it's more organic. And you're not adhering completely to the list that you know you've like written down. Where it's like, oh, this is one, this is two, this is three. Yeah. Whereas, like, really it doesn't but, matter. Yeah, I was going to say that pressure is only put on you by yourself. Like, right. the, the audience doesn't know what, you're, what no. joke you're going to yeah. tell next. And sometimes you do need that pressure because you're like, all right, no, this is the order I wanted to do it in. Yeah. Sometimes and we're specific. Exactly. Yeah. And if this is the, if this is the exercise that I'm going for, you know, if this is the discipline that I'm trying to exercise tonight in, in this open mic set, then I should do, do it by the order that I want to do it. Right. But then we do get caught up a lot in just having fun. Yeah. And that's, that's completely, fine. yeah. That's what a, comedies for exactly you're supposed supposed to have fun it's hard to go up there and try to be and try to be disciplined in something that's a a pretty undisciplined uh art form yeah yeah absolutely and uh i think uh um i just kind of like through uh 
like recently I kind of realized how to like string like jokes together better I think too yeah like I'm like oh even shit. on the fly yeah even like on the fly where it's like you know I'm like okay like I have you know four jokes that revolve around like roommates but they're not like specifically about roommates but like roommate right. the word roommate gets brought up once or twice in that bit and then like i then have like a chunk just about roommates yeah. you know what i mean right so like that's been like cool to kind of like where it's like i can kind of like you can different swing categories th- yeah you categories can swing I can through see them easier, and which be is, like, cohesive how did I not see that sooner but like that's yeah. just part you gotta say the same shit so many times, you know what I mean? Yeah, before you realize, oh, there's a path here. Yeah, dude. It's been, and it, and at least it's a path to somewhere that you've already forged, and it's not like, now I know there's something more to this yeah. because we have that. I know there's something more to this, or it's making me think of something. But then to just go write a whole new bit of something that this could branch off of into, right? It's a lot harder <laughs> to yeah. than to just, oh yeah, now I just need to write this little path to something I've already found and established. You know yes. what I mean? I'm looking at like the comedy, like your comedy set or your comedy journal or journey mm-hmm. basically as like a map. And you know, like when you, when you discover a new place or something on like a map, a game or something yeah. like that part opens up, like the trees open up around that part. Yeah. But the rest of the map, yeah, Yeah. the rest of the map is still just like kind of covered in trees until you forage to it. Chop down another one. Exactly, you forage to it, and now that's a whole new civilization. Like that's where, if if you think of it as a joke map, yeah, like that's where you can find those little bridges and tunnels to whatever joke establishment you have or if maybe you're a comic california uh the woods that you're talking about is just fire (laughs) it's just burning just bombing you know i would i would think uh, a forest fire would help this map Uh, (laughs) because you're just like oh now i see all i see all these places now yeah (laughs) yeah dude i also like through like not like trying like reference notes and stuff i just try i found that like for me at least like not uh like I mean, I care a lot about stand up, mm-hmm. but also like just like coming off as not caring as much. Nonchalant. Yeah. yeah. Just being like super, just like, you know, eh. even if, like I forgot something, like just try not to like dwell on it, just like move on to like something else like right away. Yeah. And you know what I mean? That's something definitely we, we, a lot of us get too caught up in showing our anxiety. On, yeah. Which sometimes you need. J. Michael Malone was a great person who a lot of the time showed his anxiety on the stage and it worked so well yeah, for him. Yeah, a lot him. of times people loved it. Yeah, yeah, it worked so well for him. But then other comics are like, oh, I don't want to see this. He's just going to do a screamy thing again. And I was like, no, that is such a great vehicle for what he's saying. Because if he just ranted on about these things or just said them in a tone like you and I are doing, mm-hmm. no one would listen and it wouldn't be funny. But the way he hypes himself up over these just small minute things literally gets red in the face yes yeah. literally and it and then has to stop and take a breath and just pat his head i love i miss you justin come back please um but yeah it's uh it's uh it's a nonchalance that helps a lot of us where we we can't we can't one exactly what you're saying is being too tied to the material or being yeah. being tied to your notebook it's caring too much about it it is but again you want to care exactly but it's like 
also too like set list sometimes can just if it's just like a fucking open mic where it's a bunch of comics yeah it's just like jot i I might just try to jot down like really just a few things that like Mm. i just know i for sure want to say and then just have like the rest try to piece together because it's a bunch of comics that have heard yeah. I've said before. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, going to an open... Anyways, I don't want to talk anymore about open mics. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is, the, this is what we do. This is I know, the it, raw shit. I was going to say, we are just open micers. This is know, all we do. I know, at the end of the day, dude. So, like, but, like, that's, that's the thing, though, that's, like... Yeah, we can talk about it for fucking ever, because it's just, like, the... It's, it's what we're inundated with day in and day out. And yeah. it's, like, I mean, we do it, you know, sometimes three or four nights a week. You know yeah, and I mean? sometimes two or three times a night. Yeah, double or triple dip. Um, Which I'm going to try to tonight. Catch me at, <laughs> catch yeah. me at uh, Detroit Shipping Company. But also, this is going to come out later, so... But future viewers, I don't know what I was going to try to say... Just mm-hmm. be there. You're not. Yeah. You can't. You're not seeing this right now, but you'll be right. there. If you check it out, you'll see it. <laughs> yeah. If you if you see it, you'll see it. That's what I just heard. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go with a quick ad break right now. Here is your reminder to go to Paris Lounge every Thursday night at nine o'clock for comedy night at Paris Lounge. I'll be your MC, probably. Uh, <laughs> there may be a guest host in there. I don't think I have any Thursdays booked in November, but I do know. November 6th, I will be at Ambrosia Theater uh, opening for... Don't look at me. Robert Jenkins and Connor Mead is going to be there as well. She'll be featuring that night. I I might be emceeing. I might just be doing a guest spot. But either way, I'm going to be there because I really wanted to get on that show with Robert Jenkins. So check out Robert Jenkins and Connor Mead. Yeah. You got any shows coming up next month? Uh, I haven't booked a lot yet. I have, Me neither. I haven't. Uh, it's still, I guess it's the end of the month now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I think I might only have like one or two things booked. I think I might have actually uh, double booked something that I got to gotta fix. Uh, figure, figure out. Well, let me know if you need me to take it. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you should try to, if you haven't done that, uh, um, that Mount Crushmore presidential the one on thursdays no this is on on uh, saturdays it's at saturday Monday, yeah dude, and i was there the most recent one they did mm-hmm. demanded peach shout out to demanded peach yeah demanded peach open mic at um presidential, presidential brewing, brewing. place is awesome yeah great beer and like the crowd was like just engaged in every performance that went out. awesome yeah you gotta love a great crowd too dude that's just like they're like, hard to find sometimes those, those are the shows that, like, you know, where it's just like, if you have like a good show like that, it's like, oh yeah, this is why uh, I'll eat shit another few times. Exactly, because you know I mean? I'll be thinking too much about this. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. I don't know, man. Like the, I mean, we were just talking about, but, like, dude, I think, you know, I mean, I, I draw in shit too. You yeah, know what I mean, but like, I think the creative process behind stand ups like way harder, just because also like I've done art longer you know mm-hmm. what i mean but like stand-ups just like there's way more a joke can you can work on a joke for like you can technically work on a painting for a long time too, right and you like, can always find something to work on but that's the tie that i like between yeah. the two that's when i talk to other artists about creative processes there's something that you'll see when it comes to putting out a project product yeah. from both and it's 
the perfectionism that goes behind it. Yeah. You're like, there's, I know that there's always something I could change or try to make better about this, but it's a matter of, I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, dude. And like I said, a painting, like, you can't finish a joke and, like, you know, release it on, like, like a special or something yeah. like that. Or, I mean, if we're just open micers, we're probably going to say that joke for a very long time. Right. But, like, the... I mean, even look at this special. This special had jokes that were on it that someone was telling for a really years. long well, time. Shane Gillis one, dude, that just came out. Like, I think I listened to him on a podcast, and he's like, yeah, that's literally everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my material. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it should be. Yeah. I mean, that's how, like... Anthony Jeselnik... It takes like two to three years to write a yes. special. Yeah. And the man has, he's working on his fifth hour of comedy right now. It's a lot of hours. Especially by the way. when you look at the small, like the. God bless you. Excuse me. So sorry, listeners. When you look at, like. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry, listeners. When you look at, like, this, how c- compact his jokes are, oh, and, short. like, the, ec- yeah. the economy of words that he exercises, like, it's. It's awesome, but it's so much time that goes into yeah. writing those jokes. So many jokes have to be written. Yeah, I heard him on... Uh, he said it before, but I think he used like Tom Segura as a... Uh, yeah. Referee. Did you hear him on Whiskey Ginger this past week? I started listening. I need to finish that. It's a great one. But he was... Uh, Justin Link was also like just one of my favorites. But yeah. uh, he was talking about how, you know, he was... I think it was him and Tom Segura. He's like, you know... Your two stories are like forty of my jokes. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? He had said to uh, uh Santino. Yeah, he was talking to Santino about the Segura thing and they because they were anyways. But he had said like Tom Segura going to the dentist is like twenty minutes, maybe twenty five. Uh-huh. And then for Anthony it's like a minute and a half, maybe, and then he's gotta move on. Like a a trip a story that we could tell. Anthony just doesn't deal with those. And it's not just Anthony. It's it's other joke writers. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, people who don't tell stories. Mitch Hedberg was a great one-liner. Yeah. Like, there's people who tell stories. There's Burt Kreischer. There's Kate Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kate Carmody. <laughs> but, Matt Cook. Yeah, Matt, Matt Cook. But, I mean, Matt Cook has those quick setup punches, too. I was too. saying he's like the... Yeah. He's our, I mean, he's our he, Burt Kreischer. But. No, here's my thing. Matt is Tom, and Jared Hibbs is Bert. Oh, okay. And if you don't know heard... it, look it up. Yeah. Matt Cook, <laughs> Let's Have a Beer podcast, shout out. And Jared Hibbs, uh, go check out Traveler's Pub Cafe. On, I'll uh, be there this upcoming uh, Thursday. There you go. Depending on when this gets put out. Well, that means it's up, but that means Traveler's is every Thursday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're just both pointing to the cameras. Hey, you hear that? All right, good. <laughs> but um yeah, anyways. I I like the the variety in joke writing uh that we get to watch like on the big screens like when it comes to Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah. When we see Anthony Jeselnik, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Yeah. Three straight white men. Yay. But all all writing very different jokes. Yeah, dude. And it's crazy too. Also, like, that wasn't supposed to be a super sarcastic yay. It was supposed to be an ironic sarcastic yay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny too because, like, you know, they're all three of those guys are technically. I think. Did Tom Segura move to Texas or no? Yeah, now he, he is. Did. Okay. But either way, like, those they're all guys, LA comedians. They're all LA comedians. Yeah, store comedians. They're, yes. they're all working at yes. the store. Yep, exactly. And, uh, uh, but, like, I, I mean, like, 
Jeselnik is like more of he's like a New York comic in LA. Well, yeah, he's, he's he, got like the like we were saying like the short jokes. Yeah, like really, he was like, bi- he was big in the alt scene too. Yeah. That was that was the majority of it, uh, or the majority of the difference. I mean, right. But I think him and Segura started around the same time. Yeah, I think I remember. I there he was on Two Bears like so while recently, ago. Yeah, and I think that they were talk like reminiscing about uh, starting around the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, you and I. Yeah, dude. Then basically make it spicy as our comedy store, and <laughs> I would say so. I mean, it's a it's definitely the number one hangout. I, I'd say if anything, the the pub, like make it spicy as our comedy comedy store, but the hangout and just the, the hang Fulton in general is the Fulton Street Pub. No doubt, I hate it or love it. You can there's like certain, I guarantee doesn't matter what day of the week what time it is you can go in there and there will probably be at least two comedians there yes at least and one of them might be working but there's still two but there's still there there will be eight there's yeah i was gonna say for sure for sure you will find one comedian in there at any given point during the day i went to the pub for like a karaoke night like on a busy like friday mm-hmm. i her. i wish i would have gone last night go on so. <laughs> with uh my roommates this was like a couple months ago mm-hmm. and uh and it was a busy pub night. I mean, like you were there. I'm like, there was like the whole the whole scene was there. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. There's like 30 comics here. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, which is cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like squat up. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I'm sure the music scene does that too. Or where like, oh no, yeah, there's a couple bands or whatever. We're just hanging out after a show at a different pub um, or a different bar. Now I call everything a pub because this is Ireland now. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna try to do an accent and go into a bunch of pub talk. That sounds kind of racist. Yeah, <laughs> probably, um, but not if you can't tell what you the accent hear, is. You heard here, heard if you can't tell first, what, folks. if you can't tell what the accent is, it's not racist. And I still don't know what accent I'm doing. But, um, but, again like but yeah, I. <laughs> it is cool that we can have just like all of Grand Rapids <laughs> comedians. Almost every other weekend are at least in one gathering spot. It makes me sad because if they bomb the pub one night, we could lose Grand Rapids comedy forever. Yeah. Don't bomb it. Uh Uh-uh. Unless it's a Monday night, bombs are welcome. Oh. Bum, bum, Check out Monday Monday (laughs) Monday Comedy Comedy Mania Mania at Fulton Street Pub. Uh, It's the... Uh, it's a great name for it. I like it. And you can watch it on Facebook Live. Yes. Just like Sunday Night Funnies tonight at 7.30 p.m. You, If you follow the Sunday Night Funnies page, you can watch that, too. There's a competition happening. There's a competition happening, but you can see me in that competition November 7th. Oh, shit. That's right. Because I just got my... You got your date. I got my date. I didn't want to do it on Halloween. Oh no, dude! Yeah, I was like, no, I have my son on they're, Halloween, they're, and they're also probably. <laughs> I would imagine there might still that, be a crowd, but I there, don't there know. Might not be because it, Halloween. Exactly, and I don't know. As a parent, I was like, no, I can't schedule. I can't schedule a show for Halloween knowingly when I have my son. That's basically my son's birthday. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's his second birthday. It's his uh, third favorite holiday. Right after Hanukkah's first. No, right yeah. after Christmas and <laughs> and his birthday. Yeah. I wish we were Jewish. He could care less. <laughs> yeah. That's he doesn't the thing. pay rent, though. So. That is true. Once again, 
Once once you once again, my son's a piece of shit. No, once <laughs> once you make some money, you can call the religious shots around here. I do enjoy. I know the one one thing that Mark Norman and I have in common. We just saw him last night. Uh, at Doctor Grins, shout out Doctor Grins. Um, one thing that Mark Norman and I have in common is our appreciation for Jews. We both yeah, dude, we both are big fans of the Hebes and the Hebes and and both want to be Hebes. Want to Hebes. I still think that your first album should be called Any Jew. Any Jew. I. You said that was actually a terrible idea. I mean, probably for marketing. For marketing purposes, <laughs> but like that's a great inside joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, once, <laughs> once again, for something I'm trying to sell, I don't know if we're going for inside jokes. No, dude. Oh, Dante. Dante oh, last Christ. night said that he wanted to uh, have an album called "That's Not My Baby." And never, never once on the album have a joke that relates to it at all. <laughs> yeah, and so he goes, so every time, the whole time, they're going to be waiting for him to say it. And then like, they're like, where is he going to say it? That's not... And then at the very end, he'd be like, good night. That's not my baby. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I think that's a great idea. And I'm sorry, Dante, if you feel like I just stole your bit, we'll cut it right now. We'll cut. We'll cut this part of the episode. You know that's just gonna stay in this podcast. Though, yep. Right? Yeah. Barely anything gets cut. Which cat made it in here? No, I think, I think it's just outside the door. <laughs> I think that's oh. someone meowing. I think that's time to. I think that's time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. All right, Benny boy. Uh, two questions before we leave. Yeah. Um, who are who would you say are your biggest inspirations? First. Since you said you were doing it first, drawing, and second, comedy. Um, for drawing, I would say I'm a huge, uh, almost a huge Batman fan. I mm -hmm. love the comics. I love Batman. Uh, the animated series is great. Have you ever seen Batman? Yeah. Like the the animated series yeah. of you know of Batman. Uh, Bruce Tim is like the um like the penciler and like he did like a lot of like he's like really like a lot of that show came from him right and he did like a lot of the storyboards and like his style i've always loved his style and the style mm. of that show um also i'll say one of my favorite uh maybe not like inspirations for artwork but just like one of my favorite artists i actually did my senior uh like thesis, senior project senior yeah project on uh he's an artist named uh joan cornella um follow him on he's got like his he i take like one of justin Link's jokes and put yeah. it to like artwork Art, yeah it's just really funny yeah uh there his and it's like his characters are all like smiling and have the same expression but they can be like you know getting sawed in half or something okay yeah it's really like it's just cool like it's so like it looks like they're having such a good time but it's so dark okay so i would say joan cornella just because his artwork's brilliant and that's a great juxtaposition i like that yeah, yeah. and uh and bruce tim just because i love the animated series and his style so much nice. um and then comedy comedy i would say I mean, we were talking about Justin. Like, I've always thought he was great. I think, mm -hmm. you know, he's a great roaster. I just I, watched Fire in the Maternity Ward again. Check it out on Netflix. Yeah. His, his last... His, his, I know. So I know. His, I know. his, his last... His, hey, and you know, while we're at it, why don't you check out the Justin Nick and Rosenthal Vanity Project, JRVP, Junior Vice President, uh, available wherever you get podcasts. Go on. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he's, I've always just thought he was great. Like, everything, like, about, like, his, like, his stage personality, mm-hmm. like, his, like, movement, like, he's just, like, he's, he's fucking great. And then, dude, I love Andrew Schultz. He's, like, one of the fucking, mm-hmm. like, he, because the thing I like about Schultz, dude, he just, like, never, he just, it's so, like, every single time, like, watch a clip, it's like, this guy's having so much fun. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, because I have, like, some, like, darker jokes, but it's like, I just want to, like, look like I'm having so much fun. Exactly. When I'm, like, on stage, you know what I mean? Right. Those two are probably, I mean, I like a lot of others, but, like, I'd say, yeah, like, those two for sure, and maybe, uh, I mean, dude, I feel like I've been really digging Shane Gillis recently, dude. Same. I've been, like, following. That's been such a great special to watch. His special's great, and just, like, his sketches. Yeah, Gilly and Keeves. Joe, like, my buddy Joe Curtis, who you Mm -hmm. met up north, uh, Shadow Joe. um, His Instagram handle, yeah. he, uh, He introduced me to, like, Shane Gillis, like, back, you know, a little like once like the isis toyota sketch came out yeah that was when i was like okay i'm on board with this guy right you know what i mean that was, and it's such a good sketch dude i've showed it to so many people i'm like <laughs> just watch this one the that un- one in the trump speed the, dating uh, one the, day, are the uncle the daycare is one of my favorite that one's great too. too yeah that was like a little like that's almost like a short movie that one's yeah great. that's oh but it's yeah also i'd say good. i'd say those those are probably like you know some like my favorite uh, comedians like inspiration then also just in general like right now the list always changes but like right schultz and Justin Lake for sure, and then recently Shane Gillis. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. I we're just about done. But I just realized we didn't talk about it at all. And I want to put it just like in the description, you which you handle. Also, Ben handles our descriptions now. Hell yeah. Um I want them to know that we're gonna talk about your ball cancer. So Oh, sure, yeah. And maybe we can even just put this as a as a cold open, just us talking about your ball. Let's both say ball cancer. Hey. Ball cancer. Right, ball cancer. Yeah. So, now they've been waiting the whole episode to hear us talk about your ball cancer. Yeah. Uh, And we don't even really have to talk about it now. Yeah. Because we, we just did the uh, the baiting. Yeah. We just baited the ball cancer. Exactly, dude. Just know that I can't jizz anymore, everybody. Right. Well, you can. It just nothing comes out. And yeah. isn't that really the jizzing? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Because uh, you can have an no or- fireworks. Exactly. That's you can thing. have an orgasm, but if no one's there to see it, did it really fall in the woods? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> I've been Hunter Miles. This has been my beautiful friend, friend <laughs> Ben Bradshaw. Thanks you can, for having me, buddy. You can follow him on Instagram at the Brad Benshaw, and you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore Hunter Miles. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Where Is This Going Pod, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter. At where's this GoPo? And jerk off with your roommates. Communal masturbation. Communal masturbation is key. Secondly, if nothing comes out, I still think you came. And you know what? Glad you came. Glad you're here. Fuck cancer, everybody. Amen, brother. Peace. Good night. Well done. Hell yeah. Let me go.